Hello, and welcome to another episode of the McGeffen Fries Movie Podcast. I'm Ian. Hello, my name is Gavin. And today we're going to be reviewing Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Mother! 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 But before we do that, let's just uh, take a quick moment to thank our sponsors, uh, greenroom136.com. They're making makers of urban carrier gear right here in Malaysia. I myself am the owner of a proud owner of a Rainmaker Tactical. It is the perfect bag for my lifestyle. Like, I mean, a lot of these ad rolls, like, you know, Blue Apron ain't sending us shit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I got a Green Room 136 bag, and it has become my, like, this is my last bag. I don't think I ever want to order or buy another bag. I can fit my laptop in here and my iPad and all bits and pieces of technology that I need to do my job. Um, it just, it's, it's got pockets that I need, and also sits really nice on the back. That's awesome. I'm and, the proud owner of a Junk Monkey, uh, which I haven't used yet because I'm really happy with my crumpler backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Should I edit this bit out? No, no, no. no, no. no Gavin, no. Gavin, Gavin, no, no, like, it's, like, it's no, like you, I too was once happy with the crumpler, but that's before I tried the Rainmaker. <laughs> no, seriously, this thing sits on my back like a glove. No, I'm very happy with the Junk Monkey. <laughs> I'm very happy. It's just, it's a very different kind of bag. You know, it's sort of a sling over. It's the kind of thing. Well, you should go for the double, the double, you should double fist it with the double straps because it sits nicely on your back and you're not, any over the shoulder bag is going to twist your spine out of alignment. So don't do that. If you would like to try a Rainmaker or a Junk Monkey, uh, but not a crumpler, go to greenroom136.com and use the offer code MACYAP10. That's M-C-Y-A-P-1-0. And you will get a 10% discount on your next purchase. I think. I think it's still going. <laughs> so go there, do it, and do it now. Yeah, and then tweet at Green Room and send us photos and stuff because they're cool. We like them. Yeah. Okay. So mother. mother. What brings you to us? Well, they told me I could find a room here. He thought we were at bed and breakfast. He's a stranger. Hello. Did you know he had a wife? Who are these people? They've come here to see me. <laughs> come quick. God help you. Okay, so this movie's in a way like easily the most divisive film of the year. Yeah, and fuck it, I think we're just gonna go weird spoilers from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else to talk about. The movie's been out for a while. We're gonna go straight into spoilers. Yeah, and I mean, if you you haven't seen it, you're probably not gonna see it at this point because there's not there's a lot of people not going to see it. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> to the point where we got emails from the uh, press company saying, like, just in case you didn't get the metaphors, because, like, David Lynch does Twin Peaks, and it's like, what's this mean? He's like, I don't like to talk about stuff. Mm. But uh, once the box office receipts were in for Mother, Darren Aronofsky went on the circuit going, like, no, this is what it's about. It's about ecology, and it's about the planet, it's about the Bible, it's about this. Well, if Twin Peaks, the return was actually released in the cinemas, I'm sure David Lynch would have no fucking choice but to talk about certain things I don't like know, that. man. When he's done all his other stuff, like people asking him about Lost Highway and stuff, and he was like, it's whatever you want. No, no, but that's just different. It's a different... I mean, but he's a different kind of filmmaker. But, yeah. uh, but okay, but then again, he... Not okay, really. Okay, 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 no, okay. no, but then again, not really. Like, okay, here's the thing with Mother, right? Okay, first of all, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't. Um, it is not the kind of film that you enjoy watching because the way that it's shot and the, everything, it's, it's a very oppressive film. It's not the kind of film that you enjoy watching. But intentionally so. Intentionally so, but I did like it, and I saw it with the wife. The wife fucking hated it. My girlfriend she hated it as well. Hated this movie. Yeah. Okay, basically, I mean, story-wise, just want to give like a really quick. Um, so there's a couple just called him and mother, which is basically Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem, uh-huh. and they're living in this idyllic round circular house in the middle of this field. Yep. And although oh. the movie starts with somebody burning to death. Yes. And you're like, who's who the fuck is this? Yeah. And then there was rumors it was Rachel Weisz, but it's not Rachel Weisz. Yeah. <laughs> 
That would have been. I'm sure Darren Aronofsky was imagining it was yeah. her. It's like fuck you, bitch. So, fuck you and James Bond. He's a he's a struggling poet, and uh, he writes you know, upstairs, he, and she fixes the house up because apparently know, he's done some amazing work in the past, but he's kind of dried up. He's got writer's block. He hasn't created anything in a while, and he's there trying to create this new work. And he's then surprise, Ed Harris. Ed Harris turns up. Pretending, I mean, not, not pretending, but claiming to be, like, a huge fan of this guy. And lost. And lost. And Harvia Bardem, like, typical artist, just feeds on the adoration. He feeds on all of this. It ins- helps him inspire him to, to, to continue to write stuff. And then Michelle Pfeiffer turns up. Michelle Pfeiffer is Ed, is Ed, Ed, Ed Harris's wife. And also nobody, a mean girl. And nobody seems to like Jennifer Lawrence. No. Like, Jennifer Lawrence's character is just, as far as everyone else is concerned, is just in the way. Yeah. And J-Law, J-Law just wants to... Build a beautiful house for her, for her husband. Yeah, she's she, she, she's wanting to finish putting putting fucking plaster on that wall. That's right. She's just trying to create this Eden. She's yeah. trying to create an Eden for herself and her husband to live in. Therein lies a hint. Yes. And, and then as the movie goes on, she's like, "But honey, like when it so he's a fan of my work." It's like, "But I've always loved your work." It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> right. And it's like, you want to punch his fucking face. And then more and more people. Then he finishes. He, he something happens. They clear the house. Then he finishes the work. And then the work, word of the work spreads. And yep. people start turning up. And the, the house and the mother's life are just, just torn apart. And that's when you start realizing, oh, this is a metaphor. It's an allegory. It's an allegory. Yeah. If you do not like your movies to be metaphors, if you like straightforward storytelling, you will hate this movie. There's no car chase in the third act. If you do not like movies that are shot in a way that uh, are designed to make you feel uncomfortable, you will hate this movie. Yes. However... If you are a Darren Aronofsky fan, yeah. if you're a fan of his work, honestly, I do not see how you can hate the film. And that doesn't, just, not... that doesn't just count as like, oh, I like Black Swan. We're yeah. talking like if we're, you we're saw talking, Pi. We're t- yeah, Pi. No, no, no. When I was watching this movie, my mind went straight to Pi. Because Pi is uncomfortable to because watch. Because Pi is uncomfortable to watch. It is Same with Wrecking for a Dream. Wrecking for a Dream, uncomfortable. Un- how many times have you, seen, have you seen Wrecking for a Dream? One and a half. I've seen it. <laughs> You're more mad than I am because I could not watch that movie again. That movie, just the way it's shot, makes you feel like you're on drugs badly. No, I mean, if you take the wrestler out of the equation, Darren Aronofsky has never made a straightforward movie. Never. Not even not even Noah. Like, Noah was... I keep forgetting he made Noah. <laughs> no, I mean, Noah was a commercial film. But you it watched w- it? Yes, I did. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I love the rock monsters. I love, I love the rock monsters. <laughs> I love the rock monsters. You know who hates the rock monsters? Everybody Cat- else. Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife fucking hated it. You know. But the thing is, my wife likes Darren Aronofsky, and I'm quite sure that she likes Darren Aronofsky just because of the way his name sounds. Mm. It rolls off the tongue, Darren Aronofsky. Because if you are familiar with his work, if you consider yourself a fan, and you don't, and you didn't see this movie coming, yeah then I don't know what to say. Maybe you didn't appreciate his movies the way that you thought. Like, I... I, Darren Aronofsky has always been the kind of filmmaker that it's a lot easier to respect and admire than it has been to like. Mm. He doesn't make movies that are easy to enjoy. And that's part of his genius. And with this film, he really goes all out. (laughs) it it, It takes a lot of skill to make you feel horrifyingly comfortable just by framing. Yeah, because like talk, like and what he's talking about like the way this movie is framed, it's like 60-70% framed entirely from Jennifer Lawrence's character's perspective. The the camera is either right in her face or directly over her shoulder. You are almost always seeing things from her perspective and in a very very uncomfortable way. Yeah. And after a while, it really does make you 
very tense. Just, very... just get off that fucking sink. It's not bolted down for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> the situation, like, no one listens Look, to her. It's like you feel this. I, you feel it's one of those movies where you feel like screaming at the screen. Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's really, really nuts. And I mean, there are a couple of ways you can. I mean, there's more than two ways to look at it, but the two main ways to look at it is the metaphor in regards to okay, mother meaning mother nature. Yes. The other way to look at it is that it's is that it's a metaphor. It's it's a retelling of the Old Testament. Yeah, and it's very clear on that. Like, there's a point where like Ed Harris turns up first, and he's coughing, and he's got a scar on his side. Yeah. And yeah. then because his rib has been taken out, and yeah. then Michelle Pfeiffer turns up, and somebody oh somebody pointed out what the scar on the floor is meant to mean. There's some quote in the Bible what the scar on the floor means because right. that, that was weirding me out I was like I couldn't tie that in talking to the wrong person I don't know shit about the bible <laughs> the, the fucking Gleason brothers turn up and yes you, and, 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 and you've got this whole Cain, Cain and Abel story going on yeah and it's literally Cain and Abel it's literally Cain and Abel uh, so also like, it weirding, what weirding me out almost as much as mother is that fucking Donald Gleason is in the fucking Peter Rabbit Peter movie Peter Rabbit movie <laughs> hey Donald Gleason gotta eat yeah he's gotta eat don't Can't come. be doing all this serious cinema. I gotta, this, gotta, them Star Wars movies don't come around every don't, but two every two years. I you gotta, gotta work in between. I gotta do a fucking paycheck thing, you know. <laughs> but I'm watching the Peter Rabbit trailer, and I'm I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I hate James Corden. I, I hate James Corden. <laughs> I have never hated James Corden. It's fucking was it was it Peter Rabbit Party Planner? Yeah, you know, it's like Van Wilder. Yeah, it's like know, massive dickhead. It's like you know what? Fuck Gavin and Stacey. I want to see I want to <laughs> see fucking Paddington tear Peter Rabbit apart. Do you know why? He's a fucking bear and he's a fucking bunny and you're so fucking money. There you go. (laughs) Paddington, see that bunny? Inside, he's made of honey. Yeah. Rip that motherfucker to shreds. (laughs) But with this movie, what's interesting about it is just how it's divided everyone. It really has divided people. Like, you know, you walk walk out of the cinema... And it's not just like, oh, it's all right. Oh, I didn't really. No, take there's to no it. all right. There's no, no middle there ground. None of that. It was like I either. It was either people going, yeah, yeah, it's about this, it's about that. I'm, I'm kind of into it. Or I fucking hate this movie. I, I should have gone shopping. I should have been. I, I should be doing anything, anything else other than watching. I should have gotten movie. a root canal instead of doing. That's this. how your girlfriend felt about, felt about it. That's how my wife felt about it. And I've spoken to a couple of other people, and they're like, you know what? Fuck that movie. But I can't. I can't go there. It's like to me. Not everything worked, hmm. but I liked it. I think what my problem with it was because you know it brought to mind for me Irreversible, <laughs> which I liked. Did you <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, another again a very difficult movie to watch. Yeah, but I and it, but but that ends at a high point because the hem, the the end point is the beginning of the movie before any of the awful shit happens to these poor bastards. But um, <laughs> but uh, in this. I, I was thinking, you know, you're watching it and like it is in a way a puzzle box. Yeah. You're trying to figure out like, is she a ghost? What is this? Is this, oh, is this the Bible? Or whether it's not a Bible, it's ecology. So for me, I thought it mixed its metaphors a little too much. And the end result was that it felt unsatisfying. Not that I needed to have a pat on the back and say, you're a smart boy, have a cookie because you figured it out. Mm. But because the ultimate end of the movie, nothing's resolved, nothing, I mean... It's not as in, like, it, there's a message to say, like, and we will destroy the planet again. You see, because my experience watching these kinds of films, you know, and the same thing with Pi, is that it's not really about the destination. It's really about the journey. But I thought that and, Pi and, and uh, Wrecking for a Dream had more of a wrap-up. Oh, no, no, they did, they did. I like mean, he, I'm he not, puts a drill I'm on not, his head. I am not saying that Mother is a better film than those two films or whatever, but mm. I did get the impression watching Mother that... 
that it really was not about what the what the movie was about. It was really about the experience. It was yeah. about experiencing this fucking nightmare. Yeah, and during, know, the, like during, that, and during and, it, I was on board with that. You know, and the way that it wrapped itself up, you know, <clears throat> not saying that it, it wrapped itself up in the best possible way, but it didn't wrap itself up in, in any way that made me feel cheated. Mm. You know, uh, I felt a little bit cheated. Like, yeah, sure, there could there are other ways to do it. There's always other ways to do it, but I didn't feel cheated because it was really about the the entire experience. I was throughout the entire film uncomfortable, tense, challenged, exhilarated. It was a combination of so many different emotions. And what really sort of um, was the deciding factor to me was when about half an hour into it, I realized it's meant to be funny. Mm. Well, like, because, you know, you, you, that's something that no one has really touched on. The fact that it is charcoal, black, dark comedy in many, many ways. Like those fuckers on the sink. Those fuckers on the sink. That you guy know, who hits on her? The guy who hits on her. That's funny, yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, funny. there were so many weird things that goes on there. And about four, about half an hour, 40 minutes into the movie, I started chuckling. Michelle Pfeiffer's performance. Brilliant. That, that brilliant, absolutely brilliant, like brilliant. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing. My girlfriend said she has resting bitch face. I said no, 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 no. In this movie, she has active bitch face, and it's a testament to how an amazing actress Michelle Pfeiffer is. Because Michelle Pfeiffer doesn't have a resting bitch. No, face. but the but saying it's active bitch face. She's yeah. like because like everything that she says to Jennifer Lawrence is, is designed. A spiked, it's a spike. It's designed to driven into your yeah, fucking heart. Yeah, but. Which is great. I, I said but, that. but like for me, it's like it got uncomfortable to the point where I started to laugh. Mm. And that was when I really that was when I decided, you know what, I'm on board. Mm. I, I like this movie because nobody else <laughs> seemed to be laughing. <laughs> like nobody. Yeah. And you know, I was talking I was on the one drive home talking to Trina. Talking to Trina about it. And I was like, no, but it was kind of funny, like when that shit was going on, and she's like this is why you like that weird fucking Twin Peaks shit. You know? <laughs> As I was talking about the movie, my wife decided to turn it into a rant about why I like Twin Peaks because because Trina hates because your taste is awful because Trina hates Twin Peaks yeah. as well. You know, and and that was when I you know it was one of those moments where you just everything kind of crystallized and you're like, it's that kind of movie. You know, yeah. you either you're either on board or you're not. And but I do not understand why it is as divisive as it is i i don't get it because it's an art movie and some a lot of people hate art movies like it's a very it's got that guy from uh, pirates of the caribbean and it's got that girl from the hunger games movies which you liked but it is nothing like those and that's a lot of people just don't get shit yeah. you know they're not they're not they're not ahead for that they want to go to the cinema for fun diversions of like so that's i can understand that i'm not saying i'm on that side again i've watched it a bunch but for me, I was on board with all the all of it up until the end. It's just at the end, I was like, I'm not asking for a cookie. I'm just asking for like, if the next time around, because it is cyclical, mm. the next time around, if there was a hint yeah. that he had maybe learned something mm. or that it was going to be slightly different this time around. I mean, even though I'm, but, but even, either like, way, no. even as I'm saying that, I know that the metaphor is, no, we don't learn anything. We're yeah, fucking exactly, stupid. Exactly, exactly. But like, I still felt like, maybe it's just that. It was just, a, it bummed me out and I wasn't ready no, for that. No, no, that, that, that's too easy. We're not built to learn from our mistakes. Mm. If anything, like, I don't, I'm not super familiar with the Bible, but if there's anything I do know about the Bible, that's the point of the Bible, is that we're all fucking useless. 
We're all useless sinners. What's the line? Look at these fucking assholes. Ordinary fucking people. I hate, I hate them. them. <laughs> you know? Look at look at those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that we're all we're we're all perverts. We're all sinners. We're all gonna fucking burn unless something saves us. And it's not gonna be us because yeah, based on this movie, it's not. And, and I, I and I didn't need to watch this movie to know that. And you're watching it, and I'm going, yeah, yeah, whatever. But just like coming back to the point I was trying to make like minutes ago is like, Darren Aronofsky, in many ways, it's been leading up to this. Yeah. It's been leading up to this. There is nothing. It's not like Woody Allen suddenly made this movie. <laughs> suddenly made this movie. It's like. You might know what? If it was Woody Allen doing that and fucking. It's was like, it, it was, it was um, Owen Wilson and Owen Javier Wilson. Bernard. Javier it, was, Bernard it was like Owen Wilson and fucking Rachel McAdams, <laughs> you know, like doing this shit. Or, or it's like Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, you know? <laughs> no, I, th- I think Owen Wilson's better from, uh, what was it? One uh, Night in Midnight Paris. in Paris. He's like, well, he likes my work. I don't know. I, I, I want to let this guy stay in the it's, house. You know, like, you do like girls, do you? It's like, uh, no, I do. I do. It's just that, you know, well, uh, uh, in addition to me being uh, incredibly carsick, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you see the... Did you see the dumbbells this guy has in his house? If I, if I carried, a, if I lifted a dumbbell like that, I, uh, I'd have a hernia the size of Gibraltar. <laughs> I really want to see this movie. I know. <laughs> I'm suddenly looking at it from a whole new prism. But, I mean, it's from the director of <laughs> Pie Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan. It's uncomfortable cinema. He's got a, that's his genre. I, I uncomfortable mean, it's cinema. uncomfortable cinema. I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. it's it, the he, one thing about Darren Aronofsky is that he's never false advertised anything. No, and and this is no exception. So if you go and watch a Darren Aronofsky movie that's supposedly a horror film, and you know there's no fucking way in hell that Darren Aronofsky is gonna make a straightforward horror film, he's not James Wan. No, you know, so. Bearing that in mind, if you if if you can think about all of these things and go through his filmography and think to yourself, yeah, I still want to check it out, then I don't see why you should be so pissed about it. No, I mean no, but I, I don't think you should be pissed about going to cinema. Going to cinema is always like, I mean, again, it's always a choice, and it's always no, like, but I mean, you might, like, you might I'm, enjoy I'm, it, but I'm, it's I'm an just experience. A, I'm just assuming that anyone who listens to our podcast is relatively informed. Yeah. So you know, you're we're not, you know, no one. The regular fucking Joe public is not listening to this shit. Anyone who listens to this shit are people who who do think seriously about film, who do take their their film going choices relatively seriously. If you are a regular Joe public and want to see mother, let us know at podcast at mcgappenfries Let that's, us know what you think. That's podcast at mcgappenfries Yeah, let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we we should end this the way mother ends. Like, thanks for listening. What did you think about the baby dying? Oh, that was fucked up. It was hard. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was cut as well, I think. There was some cuts in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was rough. That was well rough. But, but, I, no, but, I, but, but, but I did laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but by then I was already... By then I had already decided this is a fucking twisted, bizarre, fucked up yeah. black comedy. And I... I don't like... Uh, I don't like The Office. The original version. Yeah, I told you oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't watch it. Oh, yeah? If I watch an entire season of The Office in one go, I will collapse down into being so dense the whole planet will be swallowed. I'll just fold in on myself. I can't handle it. Right. I can't handle embarrassment humor. My, my attitude is the complete opposite. Yeah. So embarrassment humor and also powerless uh, drama. 
You know, the person's like, get mm. out of my house. And no one listened to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the spring was being wound. Right. And I was you like. See, for me, it was the opposite. That was when that was when I started to laugh. The spring broke. Because I was just <laughs> yeah, like. Something deep inside of you broke a long like, time ago, Gavin. This is insane. No one's leaving. No one listens to her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trauma. It's an experience. If you love cinema, it's worth seeing. I will say that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's not gone on my top 10 list. No, it's it's not even about that. It's not about whether it's the best film of the year or the worst film of the year. The best it Jennifer is, Lawrence performance of the year. Well, I, mean, I, think, I think her performance is great. No, no, no. I, she's amazing in it. Yeah. She's amazing in it. But I think it's a good film. I think it's a film worthy of your time because it it is the kind of cinema... You don't see. Not at that level. You might see it at like student film level or yeah, like... You like know, for, for this to be a major studio flick, it feels like something that came out of the 70s. Yeah. You know, because this movie has balls. And they played that up a bit with one of the posters looks like Rosemary Berry. They yeah, do. yeah. And, and uh, I can't help but appreciate that. Yeah. For a studio to green like this, it's like <laughs> fucking kudos to them, man. Mm. It's like it takes balls to make this movie. I can appreciate the craft that went into it, but I'm not mad on it. All right. Tell us what you think. Yeah, I'm on at McNasty Prime on Cause, Twitter. Because, yeah, like right here, this is what the movie's about. He Divisiveness. We don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably won't agree either, so let us know what your thoughts are. But it's actually interesting. When we came out of the cinema, everyone was standing around talking about it. Remember we were talking oh, to yeah, Ash yeah, 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 and everybody, and everyone was like trying to pick the metaphors and all that stuff. It inspires talking. That, that's a good thing. I can admit yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't do a podcast. Right. So let us know what you thought. Uh, I'm at Magnasty Prime on Twitter. I'm at Gavyap on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gavyap77. And we're at podcast at mayapandflies.com. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Good night. Mother! Mother! <laughs>